Welcome to the New Era of Wealth Building Podcast, formerly the MLMSuccess.com podcast. This show will reveal a new era of team building that has been created by smart contracts on the blockchain and technology that wasn't even available a couple of years ago and most still don't know exist or understand today. We share with you real success stories from real people that are happening right now today. While traditional network marketing companies have fallen into a state of dissipation and delusion, what Mr. Calvert calls a social club, there is one company and organization whose members are progressing and growing their incomes weekly. This organization is led by the host of this podcast, Dale Calvert. Dale has always said that real product and network marketing is people. Dale has always taught, if you build people, people will build the business. We believe network marketing is the number one personal development program on the planet with a compensation plan attached. When you combine wisdom of the ages success principles, proven personal development systems, and a new era opportunity, you have the formula for life-altering success stories. And that is what we share with you in this podcast. So here is your host, who has a goal to develop 500 six-figure earners and 10 millionaires on his team over the next few years. A small-town guy that figured out early in his career that the real product in network marketing is people. And the magic and Ziggs quote, you can have anything in life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. Dale Calvert. Many of you have heard my story and you know that when I first got started in network marketing that I joined with a friend that was the best man in my wedding. Uh, He had so much confidence in me that he quit two weeks after I joined. And like all newbies at the time, I mean, I had no idea how important it was to enroll with a good team and a strong upline culture. I mean, I didn't even know what an upline was and I never even met my upline above me until a couple of years later. And at that time, I already had a larger team than they did and was making more money than they were. So my start in network marketing was not ideal. Uh, But, you know, I've only just shared the story. You know, uh, you've never once ever heard me complain about it. And I believe that start gave me a very different perspective than probably 95% of the people that join a network marketing company ever get, ever have. And honestly, I'm very thankful for that. For years, I've been watching high-performance people that have more talent and skill in their little finger than I started with. Uh, Three percenters is what I call them in the profession go into the market, and by all accounts, everybody calls them successful, and they are. They're financially successful. But from day one, from from my perspective, I felt like they were all and all have been accomplishing about one-tenth of what they could be accomplishing because they've never really had what I call the leadership development paradigm shift. Their focus is on today, and we see it everywhere we look, you know, leaders, people with leadership titles, their focus seems to be on keeping people engaged uh, on the Zooms, on AutoShip, and growing their personal social media following seems to be their focus. 
And that mindset, I'm not saying there's necessarily anything wrong with it. I think that's part of what some leaders should be doing. But when that is your primary focus, it's much different than constantly thinking about developing the next wave or developing the first wave of leaders on your team. We're in the leadership development business, and the leadership development mindset is understanding that your long-term income is in direct proportion to the number of leaders that are developed on your team. And that's what I call the leadership development paradigm shift, that understanding that your long-term income is in direct proportion to the number of leaders that are developed on your team. And the key word is developed. I mean, I'm not talking about going out and finding people like you that have guts of steel and an extra dose of something. You know, all three percenters in network marketing have an extra dose of something. It may be credibility in their community. It may be search engine optimization skills. I mean, it can be a wide variety, but they have an extra dose of something. They they have the ability to bob and weave and think on their feet and, and speak in front of a crowd many times. I'm not talking about people with God-given talents in their DNA. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about developing homegrown leaders. I'm not talking about finding other three percenters. You know, Brian Tracy said it the best. Real leaders don't develop followers. They develop other leaders. You know, somebody on my team forwarded me an email that somebody sent them, and it said, Del Calvert is an arrogant blankety-blank-blank, and I won't say what they said. And Del Calvert is is an arrogant blankety-blank-blank that thinks he knows more than everybody else. And I found this guy on social media, and I sent him this message back. I said, Mr., and I won't use his name, but I said, I don't think I know more than everybody else. I just stay in my own lane. There are thousands of topics that I know absolutely nothing about. Everybody on my team can teach me a lot on multiple different topics. However, when it comes to network marketing and what it really takes to build a team, based upon your 20-year track record, I would say that I have forgotten more than you will ever know. Give me a call and I left my number. And I'm sure I never, I will never hear from him. I'm positive I won't. But I do plan on making sure he gets a copy of this podcast, a link to this podcast, and let him know he was talked about on it. I mean, you can call, call it arrogance if you want. I call it confidence. And I call it 40 years of focusing on the main thing and making sure the main thing is the main thing, which is helping people get what they want and putting together the systems and the skill set and the mindset training that must be in place to make that happen, to give people the correct track to run on. 
you know, we've all heard all the all the stuff that's been propagated throughout this industry over the years. You've never heard me say you must have a blog if you want to be perceived to be a network marketing professional. You must do that. You got to dance on TikTok. You have to develop a social media following and on and on. You've never heard me say any of that because it's simply not true. You know, I am very fortunate. I'm very blessed to have had the leadership development paradigm shift very early in my career. It was very obvious to me very early because I didn't have any other influence except what I could observe, and and it made a huge difference for me. And honestly, today, leadership development is rarely talked about in today's network marketing world, except by, you know, a few John Maxwell students. And the truth is, over the past 12 months, we've had dozens of quote-unquote network marketing leaders join our team in the last 12 months. High performance, high high profile, big name people. And when I start talking about the number of personal recruits that they've helped develop a full-time income over the years, honestly, that is a dose of reality that they simply cannot handle. They just can't handle that level of deep conversation. And, you know, they want to talk to me about the people that they've helped make money. And I always say, look, I'm not talking about developing a helping people developing a profitable business. I'm not talking about that, you know, a profitable side gig. I mean, I've helped thousands of people do that over the years. I'm talking about how many full time leaders have you developed? And most simply cannot handle a conversation with that level of intensity. They just can't. And it's much easier for them to kind of retreat and plant themselves somewhere else where they know their leadership title and their leadership reputation will be enough and their actual results for their team and what they've helped their team accomplish will not be, in in their mind, not be challenged. And, and I'm not challenging them. I'm just asking them to rethink the way they've been thinking about what building a real team is all about, just to rethink. I'm not trying to challenge people. But most people's idea of leadership development, honestly, is I'll just throw enough mud on the wall and they see if they can get lucky and maybe find another three percenter with the guts of steel like they've had. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the mode the mode of operation in network marketing, you know, mudslinging for 40 years. Since I joined the profession, and again, I was blessed, or some might say cursed, to recognize this whole lack of developing leaders and and depending upon finding people with guts of steel uh, very early, very early. And I've devoted my entire career to the development of systems that develop people. If you've been a regular listener to this podcast, you know I've been talking about this from day one. And some of you know this has been my main emphasis my entire career. And I said all that to say this. 
Uh, a couple weeks ago, for me personally, I had one of the most significant calls with a team member that I can remember having in years and years. And it was with a gentleman I've never personally met yet, never had the opportunity to hug him or shake his hand. His name is Keith Francis. And the reason it affected me and that Mr. Francis, what he really did, he gave me hope. And I had all but convinced myself that MLM ego is formed in our brain and creates brain cell patterns in such a way uh, that the idea of leadership development and, and the way all of it was formed as we come down this road of, of building network marketing teams, that it was that these people are not capable, they're not mentally able to even have the thought that possibly uh, the lack of developing the full-time people on my team could be my, could be my personal thought because financially they've been successful. They've made money. A lot of them have made a lot of money. And when people do that in network marketing, we call them leaders, which is it's not the way it works in the real world. It just means they made a lot of It just means they're a network marketer that's made a lot of money. It doesn't mean they're a leader. But in network marketing, that title is in, ingrained and is very common for anybody that has simply made money. And again, Brian Tracy had it right. Real leaders don't develop followers. They develop other leaders. So this is something I have thought about. I mean, and I mean, put hours of thought and research into this simple topic. And literally, I was starting to come to the conclusion that once brain cell patterns were developed the way they're developed in network marketing. Once people has financial, has some, has some financial success that it was impossible for leaders to even, even fathom, even have the thought, much less start to think about they might need to work on the fact that it could possibly in any way, shape or form be their their fault. It's always other people's fault. It's always the prospect's fault. It's always their team member's fault for not doing this, for not doing that. And you guys know what I'm talking about. And, you know, being able to communicate to a network marketing leader that they need to rethink how they're developing people on their team would be like trying to convince me that you know, really, Dale, you don't know this, but really you were born and raised in Boston, Massachusetts. I mean, the thought that the lack of full-time earners on a leader's team could possibly be their thought, be their fault, would be just outrageous in a network marketer's minds as it would be for me to try to convince me that I was born and raised in Boston, Mass. I mean, that and again, I understand that we as human beings don't know what we don't know. 
And I say all that to say this because the conversation I had with Mr. Francis gave me a level of hope last week that I have not had, honestly, since I started this podcast. You know, Einstein said, ignorance at its highest level is to continue to do what you've always done the way you've always done it, expecting different results. And that's what I've been watching financially successful network marketers do for 40 years since the day the leadership development paradigm shift happened in my mind and became so clear. You know, there is a reason Zig taught us you can have anything in life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. Not if you keep enough of people on ship engaged in Zoom, keep your social media presence high. That's not, that's not what he said. He said, if you help other people get what they want. So how this profession has totally missed what, in my opinion, is the most important foundational building block and why it's not the main focus of everything that is done and said in this industry is beyond me. I just do not understand it. In the real world, if your job was to develop full-time leaders, every network marketer that I know with a leadership title would be fired, especially you name the guru. You name them, all of them, every one of them would be fired. That's the truth. Think about that. In a business model that depends upon your long-term income, depending upon the number of leaders that are developed on your team, because leadership creates product volume. That's where real product volume comes from is through leaders. How can we have missed it as bad as we have? And understand, I'm not talking about finding another 3%er like they are with guts of steel, you know, and convincing them to join your team and, you know, do what they do. I'm talking about having the, the systems in place, the mindset training, the sequential, that's a key word too, always, sequential skill set development systems that will ultimately create homegrown leaders. So I'll never forget the first phone conversation I had with Mr. Francis. Uh, I will never be able to thank him enough for the hope and encouragement that he gave me, and he didn't even know he was doing it when we were talking. Uh, But that conversation with him let me know that it was still possible for financially successful people in network marketing with leadership titles to question and rethink their leadership development philosophies. And with that, it is absolutely my pleasure to take you to a recording of one of our live team calls that just happened last week with our very, very special guest, Mr. Keith Francis. My mission, if you say, Dale, what's your mission here? This is really my mission. This is one of the most profound, powerful quotes I have seen in the last five years. And Bernadette shared this with me 
and it touched my heart and I've used it a thousand times since she shared it and I just believe it. And it's, I've never shared it with Collect Direct people with our team here, I don't think. And it's don't resell the lies you bought. Obliviate them so nobody else gets a hold of them and unlearn them. Then re-educate yourself and teach what is true. That is powerful. And network marketers have been raked over the coals by self-proclaimed gurus telling them, you got to have a blog if you want to be perceived to be a network marketing professional. You must do this. You must do that. And it's been a nightmare for people. And my mission is to help people get off the MLM hamster wheel, find product that can get outside of the network marketing box and create a really significant income. Here's what I know. And I want you all to hear this tonight, especially those of you that have been with me a while because you've never heard me say this because this opportunity is ne- this is an opportunity for us has never existed. When people get off the hamster wheel, their uplines will follow. Did you all see who Tom sponsored this week? Tom Tarabasso? After his podcast, his formal upline. You're going to see more and more people, once they get off the hamster wheel, and they say, look, my customers, my website from my customer last not, last month made me $2,800. And the upline is going to say, what did you say? And the upline is saying, I don't have anybody on my team making $2,800 from customers. What the heck are you all doing? That's how this is going to play out. Mark my words. I got chills saying it. That's the way this is going to play out. And I talked about this. I wrote about this 20 years ago in 1999. Why the frustrated, why network marketers are frustrated, confused, and don't have a clue what they're doing. because. They're being taught by high-performance people that know how to go, know how to charge, know how to bob and weave. And you can't teach bobbing and weaving. Bobbing and weaving is not duplicatable. Only systems are. And again, I've been talking about this forever, but guys, I'm seeing things play out, getting ready to play out here that I never thought would. I, I mean, I never, I'd given up on it, honestly. I've said this multiple times since we've been here. I believe this. This team will become your number one recruiting tool. Social proof means nothing without documented financial financial results. And it's like the stories of our team members are all over YouTube, and we're just starting. We're going to overwhelm this entire industry. They're going to think, what the heck are these people doing? So I'm excited about that. Uh, this week has been a really good week for me. I've had a few really great conversations uh, with a lot of a couple of former network marketing owners and several proven team builders. And honestly, honest, authentic conversations with high performance, what I call three percenters. Uh, is has not been common, but I think is going to become more and more common as we move forward. Because sometimes it takes high performance people 
I mean, I look at most people in network marketing, they want to see their team do well. They really do. And But sometimes it takes 5, 10, 15 years or even longer to realize, yeah, I'm making money, I'm successful, but my team is not progressing at the level that I feel like they should. And maybe I should consider something different. And from the beginning, since we started Collect Direct, an old friend of mine that I've met one time, but we've stayed in contact over the years, Jerry Zink, I've called, some of you've heard me reference Jerry is, he's like Gordy's twin brother. Those of you that know Gordy, that's how I would, that's how I would describe Jerry. They look alike. Uh, I, I honestly at one time called Gordy and made sure he he wasn't adopted and didn't have a twin that he lost at birth because I thought they could be twins. I mean, and and that's sincere. But anyway, Jerry kept telling me about this guy. He's a three percent leader, Dale. He's a great marketer, and he would and he would always say, "But he's a greater human being than he is a marketer." He said, "You're going to love this guy," and he kept telling me and telling me. And finally, on Monday, I had the opportunity to meet Mr. Francis on the phone for the very first time. And it was one of the most inspiring calls I've had with a team member in a long time because it was proof to me that high performance people like him actually existed, were still out there. And he spent some time in corporate America. He built a traditional business. He's been uh, built multiple successful network marketing teams. He's built an incredible collect direct team. And I would say with the right people. And is building from a different perspective and a different mindset probably than he ever has. Uh, We only had about 20 minutes scheduled on the call for Monday. So uh, I'm excited to learn more about his story. And I think that the mindset he's approaching Collect Direct with and, and the focus on developing leaders on his team will be beyond insightful for people that are with us now and people that have the opportunity to hear this recording three, four, five years from now. So with that, let me stop my share here and see if I can find Mr. Francis. And Don, help me. There he is. Keith, can you hear me okay? I hear you, sir. All right. I'm just going to sit back and I might interrupt you, Mm -hmm. but just let people know your story. How did you, how did you end up here? What are you seeing here? How are you feeling from a mindset? Just whatever you feel like is important. All right. First of all, thank you so much, Dale. Uh, I think it's important that I begin by saying uh, that uh, where I am today, uh, mentally, with Collect Direct, mentally, um, uh, entrepreneurially, um, as a person, uh, is not where I was uh, three weeks ago. I'm just being very, very upfront with you. Uh, I love what I saw with it. Well, let me back up just a sec. Uh, I actually uh, missed it. You know, you talk about timing. Uh, I actually missed it the first time Jerry presented it to me because my mind was elsewhere. Uh, I'll leave it at that. Um, uh, but it was meant to be. Okay. Um, you call me a 3%. I don't know if that's the right uh, definition because I, I, sometimes I, 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 
I don't like being compared to people who have earned their income the way that I would never earn mine, if that makes sense. But all three percenters are not in that group. Okay. Right. That's exactly um, yeah. The, uh, you know, I, I have by networking standards, I guess, I have done well. I've been able to take care of my family um, full time as, as a full time networker for 22 years now. Wow. Uh, started part time before that. I've been in and out the industry twice, to be quite frank with you, which I'll get into that in a minute. But when I first, uh, when I saw it, the second time Jerry presented it to me, when I really saw Collect Direct and the potential at that time, because that's all it was initially. And I began to do my due diligence, watch the, uh, I knew you were here and that was important to me. Um, when I saw the tour video and realized uh, this is real, did a little research on Dave Jordan, his background, where he had been, what he had done, um, and realized that he, uh, I realized it more and more every day that uh, he is the right owner. I can't say that any clearer than that. He is the right owner to have this inventory. And when I uh, did a little research on the Carsons, they are the right master distributors. Okay, so, and then you, you are the right team leader. So all those pieces came together. But even with that, and once again, I'm, I'm going to be 100% transparent, because I have built systems for my team uh, going back 20 years. I, I, I knew early on in the industry, and I'll get to that in a minute, that uh, most folks could not build, build websites. They didn't know where to go for leads or how to generate leads, uh, how to approach their warm market. So I started, I learned how to, and then I started providing free marketing systems for my team going all the way back to, uh, well, 18 years now, 2005. Okay. And that's helped, uh, some of my team members, uh, earn an income. Okay. And, and several opportunities, but, uh, it wasn't until I really, this past week, where once again being uh, 100% transparent, I realized that a uh, part of what I should have been doing, and I knew better, but I had forgotten. I had been in this on this hamster wheel so long, I had forgotten uh, one major component, and you you just subtly reminded me of that. Not only when I started listening to your training, but in our conversation the other day. So anyway, let me back up from the beginning and and saw how this happened. Sure. Um, when I saw it, this was my intention. I'm going to be very frank with you. Uh, when I knew that I was going to move forward with Collect Direct, uh, I knew that you were going to have some good training, uh, but I was more focused on what you were going to be able to provide for my team that I built in terms of lead generation, helping us get customers, helping us get distributors. Okay. Didn't give a second thought to the other training. I'm, I'm just being frank with you. Okay. Um, my oldest son, my namesake, Keith Jr., uh, he's 49 now. Uh, his own family accomplished uh, in his own way, come from the banking industry as a branch manager and then in commercial uh, banking. So it's got a good head on his shoulder, not because he's my son, but because he does. Extremely proud of him. And he's, he's watched me uh, my entire life, even in my traditional businesses you're amazed when you don't think that your children are watching you, what they learn from you. I'm finding, I'm finding that out more and more these last couple of weeks. It's, uh, it's, it's humbling. When uh, my goal was once again, being very frank, I was going to take some of your videos that you had done, create my own pages 
and use my own page to start generating uh, interest in the opportunity. And I was going to obviously recommend the uh, CMG Collect Direct Team website because I knew there was going to be a lot of value. But for myself, as you, as you said, a three percenter, I really didn't think that there was going to be much value back there for me. I'm, other than the training teach me how to generate leads, to help my team generate leads uh, for the customers like the eBay train and everything else. Keith. Keith. Yes. I want to pick up right here, but but go let's go back because I want to give people a little bit more background, corporate America. I'm going you, I want people to understand your experience yeah. because you deserve to think the way you're thinking. Yeah. Well, I was, yeah, go, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. Do you, if you don't want to do that now, that's fine. But I want to make darn sure that they understand we're not talking to somebody that's been piddling around here for a few years you got experience yeah yeah i, I built teams in the network marketing industry uh largest team was over fifty thousand distributors okay uh i've earned uh well in excess of over a million dollars i don't even like talking about that because that you know sometimes i feel guilty about that because other people should have made more on my team if that makes sense okay um my background is I worked in corporate America with AT&T and moved up into uh, mid-level management. And that's where I really learned, okay, the importance of customers to any organization. And keep in mind, Dale, back then, this was prior to divestiture where AT&T was a monopoly. We had no competition, but the importance of customer satisfaction was just drilled into us. In fact, and uh, Keith will tell you this when you, know, you meet him one day, up until Hurricane Katrina, uh, you know, devastated our home in my home office. And I got this from the phone company. And when I took an early retirement, I took it with me. I had a plaque that said, the customer is always right. And I live by that. And I still live by that today. But that's what they drove to me. Anyway, uh, I'd always wanted to be an entrepreneur. And in 1985, AT&T was offering early retirement packages. Uh, it, it was a generous package. I had started a part-time janitorial business about uh, a year and a half prior to that. Janitorial because it allowed me in the evenings, my free time, to start doing something else on my own. Eventually built that business up to where I knew it could take care of my family, but the fear of leaving the phone company. you know. But anyway, I made the decision and I left. I built that janitorial company up uh, to over a million dollars. We eventually uh, added a carpet furniture and drapery cleaning division. And while the income was great, and I knew from an income standpoint, it was the right decision for my family. The time, and we've got to remember, my children were young then. Uh, It just seemed like I, I saw them in passing, and I hated that. Okay, But everything that I had learned at the phone company in terms of uh, how to treat customers, the importance of customers. I took that into my businesses. Uh, one thing that we were taught at the phone company, and I had one of the greatest mentors in, uh, in my lifetime, he always told me to train my employees and particularly my supervisors as though I was training them to take over my job. You know, and that's where the leadership was developed. I did that same thing with my janitorial and carpet and furniture drapery cleaning company, where I used to literally, at my expense, so it was kind of crazy, 
I would have all of my employees, including my customer service reps who answered the phone for incoming calls with customers, uh, and particularly my technicians, I would have them go through a two-week training course where we taught them everything about our business before we allowed a technician to go out into the field, before we allowed a customer service rep to pick up the phone to talk to a prospective customer. It was that important to me because I wanted them to buy in. Uh, as ironic as it is with my technicians, you know, we, tra- we trained them to view the business. We used to use these truck mounted units that that truck was their business. Okay. I trained them so well that six of my technicians ended up becoming my competition. They actually went out and started their own businesses. That's crazy, but it's true. And mm-hmm. uh, so anyway, that's, that's the world that I come from. Back to what I was saying, because I, I was spending too much time with my family, I just, I knew that I had, and plus my competition was steep now because I trained them. I figured uh, I needed to see if there was another way that I could earn a, a good income or the income that I was used to. Um, outside of this. And I got, I started researching, came across direct mail marketing. You and I talked about that. Uh, figured that out. It was doing well with that. And that's when I got the networking bug. Now I had, I was familiar with uh, Amway, of course, and the other uh, companies I had been approached. But to be quite frank with you, uh, the way that I was approached, which unfortunately is still the way that most people approach Walmart today, uh, I was pitched. You know, and even with Amway, you know, they never told me where I was going, what meeting I was going to. And then they did all the little circles and yada, yada. I I had ruled network marketing or multi-level marketing completely off the grid for me because there was nowhere in the world. That just wasn't me. You know, I I couldn't see myself building a business doing that. And unfortunately, what, 40 years later, 35 years later, you know, that's still the industry today, whether it's online or offline. Anyway. Um, I ended up going full time. I believe it or not, my, my first leap out of the box was a, uh, a network marketing company that I built by direct mail because I learned how to find where real buyers were as opposed to tire kickers and opportunity seekers. We did great. I taught my team how to duplicate what I was doing. Uh, ended up, and it sounds crazy, remember that was back in 1989, I ended up making $80,000 in six months. $80,000 in 1989 in six months was crazy money. So needless to say, I was hooked. Okay. But I was working in that box because what we were selling was a mail order course and a self-improvement course. And I knew that there was only going to be a limited audience that wanted that. So I said, in order for me to, to get out to mainstream America, well, nutrition makes sense. You know, health and wellness makes sense. So uh, I joined a company, you may remember them, called uh, Nutrition for Life. Pretty stable company. Yeah. And worked with them. But I realized, first, first thing I realized before that even happened was that most of the people who were pitching me on their deals because I was getting a bunch of direct mail, postcards, and letters, most of these people weren't making money. And that blew my mind. And so when I started making money, I would just simply tell them, if you know, you, if you want me to look at your opportunity, show me that, that, show me that it's working for you. And then I'll listen to you. If you can't show me it's working for you, you know, why should I listen to you? You know, and don't show me that it's working for five other people. Yeah, I want to see, is, is it working for you? You know, or, or tell, show me how you're being trained to, so that I know that if, even if you don't do anything that I know that it'll work for me, that just wasn't happening. It wasn't there okay 
when I went to Nutrition for Life, unfortunately, the product changed and we were supposed to get out the market, but it was the same thing. You know, all of the customers, and when I realized that, that 95% of the customers were the distributors, nobody was going out there into the real world. And that was back in 1991, 92, 93. Anyway, by 1995, uh, I had had enough of it. Okay. And uh, I decided I had eventually, uh, 19, yeah, 1995, I had gotten out of the carpet furniture, drapery cleaning, and janitorial business because I was making a good income. But I wasn't going to keep doing what I was doing in network marketing. I just said, if this is what I've got to do the next, the rest of my life, that's not for me. So I bought a janitorial franchise, okay, with a, a nationwide company, figuring what I learned from uh, my early days in car furniture. But when you've got a, a national name behind you, it's going to open doors for you that you couldn't open on your own. Okay? And that's exactly what happened. We ended up uh, servicing large universities, large franchises around the country, okay? Because I was on all those mail, mailing lists, in 19, I was still getting direct mail. And you've got to remember back then, there was very little internet, let alone home computers. So everything was primarily the old school way. You know, I said that the, the, the internet kills so much of the good things about network marketing. You used to have to get on the phone. You used to have to go belly to belly, face to face with somebody. You, some people were taught how to do it. Others weren't and the correct way to do it. And everything was direct mail. Okay, fax machine, you remember the fax blast, the whole nine yards, craziness, but it worked. Okay, one day I got a postcard in the mail and it was this little yellow postcard. I'll never forget it. And it was, it was in 1997, I believe. And the reason why I'm saying 1997, because we had moved into our new home and then we ended up buying another home like a year later, moving to that one. So it was in that time period. Remember, I was no longer in the industry. Okay. But this little postcard got my attention. They had a little black cassette tape on it. And on the other side, <laughs> there was a picture of a gentleman with a hole in his head. And there was a number on it. And I called the number. And back then, of course, we were using voicemail recordings. I listened to the voicemail. And even though I, I knew I wasn't going to build a business, I was just curious, you know, to see what, what, what this was. Because this is the first time I had seen anything like this. And I left a message, and a gentleman called me back. Uh, very, very professional, nice guy. And uh, we talked a few minutes. And then I told him that, I, you know, that I really wasn't interested. I was more curious than anything. But he told me, he said he was from Louisiana. He wasn't in New Orleans. That's obviously where I'm originally from. But he said that he uh, was going to be in the New Orleans area to meet with some other people later on in the week. He said he'd mail me out the cassette, watch the cassette. Uh, I mean, let's watch it, video. They didn't, we didn't even have video back then. It was old VHS, okay? Uh, he said, listen to the cassette. And he said, you know, if I had any questions about anything when he came, he'd be more than happy to address it. So I agree because the guy was just the way he handled himself. He wasn't one of these pushy uh, kind of folks. He was like one of my coworkers at the phone company, you know, one of my buddies. That's just the way he came across to me. Anyway, um, Friday came. The, well, the cassette came first. I listened to it. One, the most profound message I had ever heard at that point in time. Uh, the gentleman on that cassette, he talked about the network marketing industry, what was wrong with it, uh, you know, how uh, it had just been ruined. And remember, we're going back to 1997. 
gotten worse since then. Hyatt had been ruined because no one was getting customers, uh, quote unquote, leaders. They weren't teaching their teams to get customers. And then he talked about his personal experiences with NSA. And of course, I knew who NSA was. And while NSA, all of their leaders, leaders' organizations were shrinking, there was one group that was continuing to grow. All of the leaders, the groups are shrinking, but one leader's group was continuing to grow. And that leader's group was continuing to grow because he was teaching retail to recruit, customer acquisition. And obviously, that, that, uh, if, if, if people don't know now, that leader was you. So, folks, when this guy is telling you what he's telling you, he's doing more than backing it up. He's been living it for almost the last 40 years. Anyway, I never forgot that, okay? Fast forward to right now. When Dale came out with the – oh, by the way, the gentleman, when he came to my house that Friday, I had no intentions on joining uh, the company, which I didn't join because I, I knew I simply didn't have time, uh, not, not only for myself but for a team, okay? But the gentleman – he was so professional, uh, not a fast talker, um, just honest, down to earth. Like I told you, just like, like if he was one of my buddies from the phone company, we'd just sit down talking. He knew his product. Uh, he, he understood his business. And it's just the way he handled himself. And I never forgot that. I mean, it's been that long ago, but, you know, some kind, those kind of things have an impression on you. Anyway, fast forward now to about a week and a half ago. Dale came out with uh, his box video. I didn't even remember what he called it. As I watched that video, all of a sudden, the same things that I heard in 1997, I'm hearing again. And I told my son, I called him and I told him, I said, you need to listen to this. You need to watch this tonight. I said, well, don't watch it. I said, no, never mind. Don't watch it tonight because you won't sleep. Well, he watched it. He told me I ended up watching it three times. The video has such a profound impact on him and on me. I started racking my brains because I remember what, what it immediately reminded me of that cassette tape, but I couldn't remember how the two came together. And, and that's how I ended up tying it with your 1997 cassette. My son then told me after he had watched uh, the video three times, and you got to remember, at this point, I'm still the guy who I'm going to recommend your training to my team, but I'm not going to take all the training myself. I don't need to do the 20 whys. I know my why. You know, I don't need all the other how to launch your business. I, I don't need that. And that's not being rude or arrogant. I'm just I'm, I'm being honest with you. That's the way I felt. My son told me a few days later. He said, uh, oh, by the way, Pops, he said, uh, I'm going to get those, uh, my 20 uh, whys to you. And first, I forgot when he was even talking about it. I said, and I remember, I said, okay. When I saw him, my son sent me his whys. And when I saw his whys, remember, that's my son. I know him. I never saw him open. He's, he's never opened up, uh, open up to me like that, let alone to a complete stranger because he had to send him to you too. Uh, that humbled me. But it also motivated me. I said, wait a minute. I said, my son is sending in his 20 questions, you know, and I'm sitting over here and I haven't done them. So I put it on my to-do list. Okay, well, I'm going to do it too. I, I need to do this. In fact, if I'm going to expect my team members, those who are serious, to do this, okay, then don't be a hypocrite, Keith. Do it yourself too. Be a leader. When I started 
doing my 20 questions. Um, if you're honest with yourself, if you're really honest with yourself, uh, you're going to get humbled. But here's what come out. Here's what came out the back end for me. I can't say this is going to happen for everybody. You're also going to have a new focus on what you're doing here, on what you need to be doing here. And then it was after I submitted those 20 questions that I heard from you. You know, I, I, it's not my style. I, I don't bug up line and I don't bug owners. Uh, but you reached out to me uh, to schedule a call for us to meet. And when I ended up talking to you and we talked more about the story and I, you know, I told you my frustrations with the industry, um, you know, that's when you asked me and you, you called me back later and you asked me, you know, if I wouldn't mind sharing my story, you know, here's the other side deal. And now you can think I'm kissing. I don't kiss, but I just tell the truth. Okay. Because I thought about this a lot since then. You know, you, you talk about a lot, and of course you can back it up about, you know, the hundreds of uh, people that you've helped earn uh, six-figure income, five-figure income, and become millionaires in this industry. And of course, you've got the documentation for it. But I want folks to realize, those who are going to take this business seriously, is that you did that, well, you're doing it again now with, with another opportunity, but you did that years ago, okay, and probably the most competitive industry for network marketing, weight loss. And I want folks to understand that, you see, because that, I'm focusing on that now. If you could do that, if you could build leaders, help leaders then build more leaders, teach them customer acquisition the right way. If you could do that in the one of the most competitive industry for networkers anywhere, Okay, what in the world is going to happen here in an industry uh, in a market where we have no competition in network marketing? And folks need to really let that sink in. If 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 if, if, if people just zero in on what you're able to teach us in a market where we don't have any competition, and you did what you did in a market where competition is all over the place. See, I I I I've been in that position before where. Uh, I was with a product, quote unquote, a category creator when it first happened. When there was no market, uh, no competition outside of the box. In other words, in mainstream America, I was with it with the acai juice. I was with it with CBD. And to be quite frank with you, we did extremely well for the first couple of years. But all of a sudden, when they became popular in mainstream America, and when, when customers were able to now go to Walmart and get a side juice for $12 a bottle instead of the 40 that I was selling for, it didn't matter how good I thought my side juice was. The customers saw 12 bucks a side juice. Same thing with CBD. I mean, you name it, it's happened time and time again. Okay. That can't happen this time. You see, and that's what's been going through my head. Please say that one more time. I mean, hit that point home because people have got to hear that. Because we watched it, Keith. Network marketers bring cutting-edge nutrition products to the market, chromium piclinate, ephedra, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And then once the market is developed, then the big box stores, Walmart, everybody starts knocking network marketers off. That cannot happen here. No. Let's take it a step further, Dale. And my son and I had this discussion. We were talking about... Well, you know, what if there's another Dave Jordan out there? Well, it's not just Dave Jordan. You, you, you know, you not only have, what if there were somebody out there that had a 
uh, an estimated $2.5 billion inventory of collectibles going back 40 years. They, number one, they would have to be debt-free. Okay. Number two, they would have to have his heart. Mm. Uh, to be quite frank with you, it's rare for somebody to, to, to have that kind of network and to have that kind of heart. Okay. You would then have to have the right people in place who understood business, but who also understood networking like the Carsons to help you with the day-to-day. You would also then have to have a trainer and a leader like Adele Calvert to teach you the right way to do it. So it's virtually impossible. I'm not saying that nothing's impossible, but it's virtually impossible to duplicate what we have. Because even if you had the $2.5 billion inventory, in order for you to pay decent commissions to attract people, okay, and, and to still have your products uh, or your collectibles at market value, you know, where you're not trying to sell a $40 bottle of juice and everybody else is selling it for $12 in mainstream America. Do you know how difficult that is to duplicate? And then you're here at the very beginning of it. See, the, well, anyway, look, I, I know where I am now. I know who I'm with. Okay. Um, honestly, one of the most frustrating things for me now, because I get it, I finally get it, is when I see friends of mine who still don't get it. But um, I've got to look past that and understand that just like the timing when Jerry brought to me the first time I heard him, but I didn't hear him. You know, I've just got to trust that at some point in time, they will hear me. Why didn't you hear him? Do you want to, do you want to say anything about that? Yeah. You drank the Kool-Aid, hadn't you? I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Um, I, I called him up and, and, uh, Jerry, Jerry and I go back 15 years, believe it or not, we've never worked together on a meaningful project in 15 years, but we've become good friends. I love him like a younger brother. Yeah, he's That's just the way it is. Um, first time that he brought it to me, my mind was elsewhere, you know, and, and, and honestly, I, I didn't even remember him bringing it to me. I'm just telling you the truth. When I saw it, the next time he brought it to me, I joked to him and I said, Dale started doing this uh, in May, you know, and you didn't get my attention. You know, wh- why did you not do that? You know, he said, well, you know, I, you brushed me off the first time. I thought you weren't interested. So that's that timing thing. Okay. When time is going to be different for everybody. You know, I wish I could make some of my friends, my networking friends who are really good people who have been in this industry for some of them, as long as I have, you know, who have come with me, who have trusted me. I wish I could get them to see this right now, but I can't make them see it. All I can do is present it to them. That makes sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so anyway, uh, I mean, that, that's me. That's where we are today. You know, my goal, and I think I shared this with you, and I know I could do it. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to do it with all uh, networkers. I may have to go outside of the networking market, which, to be quite frank, which I intend on doing that anyway. Right. But my goal in the next 18 months is to develop 20 true leaders. And what I mean by true leaders is that leaders, like I did with, when I worked for the phone company, you know, where I developed supervisors to take my uh, position, the same thing I did with my company where I trained employees to become my competition. I want to develop 20 leaders who can now go out and run their own business. Awesome. Awesome. 
Why do you think, Keith, that you never approached network marketing that way? Which way? Were, were you were, with the month? Because you said I've always helped people create income on the phone, but you said I never really thought about replacing myself or creating leaders. <laughs> well, how did you? It would, it, it, I was more focused on trying to help people make money than developing people. Does that make sense? That was my first goal, trying to get help them make money, but totally missing, even though it's a part of who I am, totally missing the importance of developing people to become leaders where they can go out there and help their folks make money instead of just plugging them into Keith's system. Does, does, does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to let people if they have questions they want to ask you, because I want to make sure we get on the corporate call mm-hmm. soon. Mm-hmm. But I want to make sure that people have questions, because I know there's some people that really needed to hear what you just said. I know it. And and the fact that you, and are you going to get how what you know, as far as our franchise that we have. Are you going to get, are you, will you get 70% plugged into it? 70% uh, of the people. No, 70%. Will you plug into what we're doing? Will you plug in halfway, 70%? No, 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 100%. Okay. 100%. I, I, no, I just, 100%. I just, I just wanted to. <laughs> one quick thing I'm before I go. No, I, I know. One, one yeah. quick thing before I leave you, Dale. For those okay. folks, if you don't do anything else, okay, Plug into the Zooms and plug into the two Facebook groups to keep yourself connected. Because if you're not connected, it ain't going to happen for you anyway. I'm just, once again, I'm just going to be honest with you. That's the first thing. Number two, do the 20 questions. Even if you like me, if you're an arrogant prick like I am and you think that you don't need it, I dare you. Try it. If you're serious, get humbled. Number three. Start going through Dale's training, the launching your business. And if you don't watch all the videos, to be if you don't have the time, watch the video where uh, it's a, almost a two-hour video. Make sure you have the time to do it. Uh, where Dale talks about it's on the launching business. Where Dale talks about how to enroll team members. If you think you know network marketing, that's the video where Dale humbled me. And open my eyes. It made me remember what it was to build a real business in that video there. So, Jordan or Dave Johnston. Hey, pleasure to meet you. Hi, sir. Um, I'm I'm almost speechless. I really am. I I said when you inspired Dale. He told us that he had, that you inspired him. And I immediately said, I want to see this guy because Dale inspires me. He's a true mentor and he has developed, he has developed a training for leaders. And Dale knows that this is kind of a big statement for me. I'm pretty much speechless. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. It, it, it had me, you know, my dreams woke up again. My dreams woke up and I really, really want this. I want to be able to, Dale tells us all the time, the real product is people. Develop those people. And again, you know, everything, I'm going to watch this one over and over and over. To be able to be 
in, tutel in tutelage under Dale Calvert, and now somebody like you, Keith Francis, I know a sliver of your story. You know, I want to be on that stage with you guys. Dale's dream is to have uh, 10, you know, 10,000 at Rupp Arena, uh, 500 six-figure earners, and 10 millionaires. And I, and I got it right here on my wall. I'm going to be one of those millionaires on that stage. And I'm not letting go of this until I do. This is completely different than anything that I've ever seen as far as network. I was in Amway mm -hmm. in San Diego back in with Worldwide Dream Builders. And let me tell you, and I kind of walked, I sold a bunch of soap, mm -hmm. but I never got that this type of training. Believe me, I'm immersed in this. I'm 100% in. I'm all in. And I am so grateful to you for coming on here and sharing your story and giving us that it has truly been an inspiration and that comes from my heart so that's all i got to say dave it's here and dale just one second and i promise i'm gonna give it right back please miss misunderstand me uh it hadn't even though i made a lot of money in this industry i swear it hadn't always been easy, but my son asked me this the other day, and, and, and I'll answer it again now. He said, because my son knows what I've been through in the industry. He knows the good times and the bad times. He said, to be where you are today with CollectDirect at this time, with Dale, with Dave Jordan, with the Carsons, with Jerry, to be here today and to know what you had to go through to get here. Would you go through everything that you've been through for the last 30 years to do it? I said, if I had a choice, okay, the answer is no, nobody would. Okay. But if that was the prerequisite that I had to go through all of that to get here, yeah, I'll do it again. So. Thank you, sir. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Jeff Turner. Hello, hello, hello. Nice meeting you, guys. Nice, nice meeting you. And I, you know, I love your story. Um, my question is, when you talk about the industries, you know, being, you said you've been in like three category creator industries, mm -hmm. and then you've seen how um, Dave had collected for 40, over 40 years, mm -hmm. and you've seen Dale was a part of it with the training, and you also seen how Don was a part of it with the mm -hmm. operations. Mm -hmm. What, um, just explain explain the significance of that so that uh, people will really see the opportunity and really do what they have to do. Because like I'm in, I'm, I have a small base business mm -hmm. and I've been doing it. I've been trained, you know, Dale's been mentoring me for the last 30 years. And the things that I've been able to accomplish has been because of the a lot of the self-development that I've learned in the past. Mm -hmm. But one of the things I have a problem with is organi organization, organizing myself. Mm -hmm to to do the activities because a lot of times I'm all over the place. Let me make it easy for you, Jeff. Let's assume that Dave Jordan and his 40-year collection is here. That's one of the pieces. Let's assume that the courses are here. That's another piece. So you got two to three. So let's focus on Dale and what Dale does. Okay. If someone doesn't use or follows Dale's training, Dale's proven training on how to build a network marketing business. And even though this is a unique product line and they instead 
do the typical network marketing stuff. The three who get three, who get three, who get three. I'm just going to get my auto ship every month. They're going to get their auto ship every month. Don't get me wrong. Chances are because our product line is unique and exclusive. You may make a little money, but you will never make the kind of income that you can make. Okay. Following Dale's system. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Okay. I sit on a call, I don't know, in the last month or so. But there'll be a lot of people here that'll make a, a $100,000 a year that should have made a million mm-hmm. because of what you just said. Mm-hmm. And I know that's true. Mm-hmm. I know that's true. Mm-hmm. Alan Knight, then Rhonda. Mr. Francis, nice to meet you. Same here, Alan. Yeah, that was... That was profound, and um, and we we hear a lot of good talks. Um, I mean, all the time from leaders on the team, and um, I've never heard somebody who's spent so little time with Dale sound so much like Dale so quickly. Which is that says something. That's that's a compliment. In case you're wondering, um, and so I just re- I appreciate you. Thank you for doing this. It's going to make a huge difference to a whole lot of people that people like me didn't have. They wouldn't have maybe given me the time of day right now. Um, but because of your background and what you brought to this, there's people who will listen who, who wouldn't have listened. And so I really respect that. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to have you be a part of the team. I'm excited to, to hear what you do as we see you in the leadership here, um, which obviously you will be shortly. Um, so it's very cool and I'm very excited. And so thank you for doing that. It's your transparency is really what's the most attractive part about what you've said. It's just that you're just being real. And we love that here. We eat that up. Man. That's, that's, we, we, we're not into the showy. We're into the being real. And so we really appreciate you. So thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You know, I told Dale, I told Dale, I told my son after I spoke with Dale, uh, by the time that I got off the call, and you got to remember, that's the very first time I ever spoke with Dale. It felt like uh, I had actually met, not, not, not that I had uh, developed a new networking connection. It actually felt like I had made a friend that I know that as time goes on, working with him, we're going to be able to help a lot of people, people who are ready to be helped. We're going to be able to help a lot of people. I really believe that with with this company here, the people who don't just say you want to be helped, do the things that'll help you. Okay. And and that's going to happen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right. That one. Don't, don't just, don't just say you want to be helped. Do the things that will help you. That's good stuff right there. Rhonda. Rhonda Peterson. Hi. I don't have a question. I just wanted to say that I have been with Keith since about 1998. (laughs) And when I first met him, he was not my sponsor. I think I was sidelined to him, but he reaches down and he helps everybody. And so from the time I've met him, I've probably now been with several companies. Once he sends me information, I don't really hesitate. I may not have time to look at it. But I fill out what I need to fill out <laughs> because I know that um, he's done his due diligence and it's going to be okay. 
Dale Rodner is one of the, these people, and trust me, she has the ability to become a millionaire here. No ifs, ands, and buts about it. No doubt in my mind. The intelligence, the motivation, and the drive. You know, once she gets the vision, like me, it took me a couple of weeks to really get the vision. Right. After that, it's over. Awesome. Keith, how many more companies do you think you'll be with? No, 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 no. God willing, this is it. I'm serious, man. This is it. This, this, this is what I leave my family here. Yes, you know, sir. We can't, yeah, we can't predict the future, but if, if Collector Reg does their part, okay, yeah. I will control the part that I can control. And yes, I'm going to do, th- I'm going to, I'm going to put that piece in here that I have now put in the other companies because of you and what you drilled home. I'm going to develop leaders because when I develop leaders, leaders create long-term volume. Promoters create excitement and short-term volume. And, and that's obvious. Right. That's right. Mr. Clark, Mark, Michael Clark. All right. Howdy. Who that? <laughs> I love it. I love it. And, and, I feel like our team is like the Pacific fleet. We just got another aircraft carrier, a <laughs> nuclear one, and I am eat up with you. Uh, I want I want to help. I really do. I want to help. Well, we, we, we've got anybody on, anybody on Dale's team. I want to help. We've got a, a world-class leader in Dale, uh, but uh, team builders, uh, I, I just am totally absorbed with what you said. I just got to ask this one question because I, I don't know. Who is Jerry? Jerry Zink. You'll meet Jerry. him. He's, he's, and here's the best way I can describe him. I literally thought he was Gordy's twin brother. <laughs> okay. okay. It's so wild. You look, you go, if I pull up my phone, the first one, A, is Alderson. The last one is Zink, Jerry. And, they, and they've never met each other, and I, but they will. But yeah, Jerry's a very, very unique individual. It's like I've met him one time, but we've com- connected, been on the, and been on the phone many times over the years. Yeah, he's going to be a major. He's going to be a major player here. Hey, yeah. Dale, Jerry here. Hey, Jerry Butch Cassidy and Sundance. I just want to put in one, you know, quick plug for for Keith is, you know, Keith has become one of my best friends in this industry and outside this industry, and you know. I don't know that I've met anybody with a, a better or bigger heart than Keith. And that's just the truth. Um, so for those of you that get a chance to get to know him, um, you're, you know, there's an attitude of gratitude from that guy. So you're going to enjoy it. Awesome. Well, Thanks, Jerry. Yeah, Dale, I know we have to go just I'll leave people with the last thing. Listen to this man. I'm telling you, listen, don't, don't, please listen to this man. Even if you don't know anything right now, if you believe, that you have what it takes. He's got the roadmap. I'm telling you, he's got the roadmap. You can do it his way, or you can do it the way a lot of other folks are going to do it. Two who get two, get two, get two. Get lucky, make a few hundred bucks, a few thousand bucks. You'll be on to your next deal next year. Build it this way. Remember, no competition. Build it his way. You will stay here. I'm praying for that. I'm hoping. I'm praying for that for myself, and I'm hoping for that for the people who take him seriously. We'll end with that, guys. We need to jump on the corporate call. Sorry I couldn't get to everybody. Keith, thank you, my man. I so appreciate it. You did. You knocked it out of the park. I knew I, authenticity. I knew how you would come across and how people would accept this and be excited about what you shared. 
so, so can't wait to shake your hand real soon. We'll Thank you, that. guys. Thank you, all of you. Let's jump on the corporate call. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you all next week. Next Wednesday, Thank 8 you. o'clock. See you then. For those of you who are curious, David Cook was the one that he met with in New Orleans. I see Tony Shoup up there shake, smiling. With know his name. Do. David Cook was the guy. Y'all have a good one. See ya. I have no doubt if you're a regular listener to this podcast, you were probably thinking of a network marketing leader or two that you've worked with or maybe working with right now that really needs to hear this message from uh, Mr. Francis. And I hope that you'll do them a tremendous favor and care enough about them to share this podcast with them. I mean, just send them the link and say, I, I, uh, I heard this podcast and I thought about you. I thought you could benefit. I thought you would enjoy hearing it, whatever you want to authentically say. But, you know, what, what he's really done for me is, is, is he's helped me believe that maybe it is possible to turn this ship. You know, maybe, I mean, at least make a huge impact. But, you know, as many of you know, over the past six, seven months, we've developed and put together what I believe the facts would dictate is the most powerful network marketing team uh, in the world based upon the mindset, skill set, and training systems that you know we've been talking about for years and years. And when you match the right team culture and the right systems with the right opportunity at the right time in history, magic happens. And, you know, I'll go as far as to say there's no team in any network marketing company in the world that has accomplished what our team has uh, over the past six months or so. And when this year is over, we will have between 30 and 100 six-figure earners on our personal team. And we will have done it starting with from scratch in a service that absolutely none of us knew anything about seven months ago. And with that said, uh, you know, even though that's happened, we're going to be making a pivot uh, to a company called Collect Direct. And we've already started putting together our team together uh, over there. And we're still currently in the pre-launch stage. And Mr. Francis is part of that team. That's how I had the was very fortunate through Jerry Zink, a longtime friend, to meet Mr. Francis. And in fact, Mr. Francis has put together a website for our entire team to use to help people get the real full picture of the power of this program. And I mean, It's unlike anything anybody's ever seen. We don't have to convince people to change shampoo or change brands of anything. We don't have to deal with lotions, potions, and pills. It's it's the industry we're going into. The collectible industry is currently $450 billion worldwide right now, which is bigger than the entire network marketing uh, uh, companies volume all over the world. If we we took all the lotions, potions, and pills and travel companies and everything else and combined it all up, it's about 310 billion or so. The collectibles market is 450 billion projected to grow to 1 trillion 
by 2033, and we have zero competition, never have no competition, and never will have any competition. And I know that's hard to wrap your mind around, so I'm not even going to try to explain it. But I sincerely believe that with the new program, the Collect Direct program, we'll be able to develop a team of 500 six-figure earners and 10 millionaires. Uh, I believe Mr. Francis will definitely be one of them. Uh, and if you want to know more and you want to check out the website that Mr. Francis put together for our team, uh, you can check it out and you're going to love this domain. I mean, this domain is just killer. But you can get the whole story. I mean, he's put it together and laid it out through video that really is the best sequential way to share the story. Uh, and the domain is do, D-O, do your due diligence dot pro. I love that domain. It's like pros. If you're a real pro, do your due diligence. You know, and it's so it's so interesting to me talking to people. It's like professionals always keep their options open. They're always want to know what's coming down the road. Uh, they, they're always willing to check out and what's coming, what's new, uh, and and you know, beware of red flags. And then you've got these newbies and live good that have never done nothing. And it's like, live good's the best thing in the world. I'm gonna spend the rest of my life here, blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, my gosh, it's like, it's really unbelievable. You know, you can tell a person, again, pros, pros keep their options open and pros educate themselves. And pros can talk fact to fact with other pros and newbies and opportunity seekers and those that, you know, lottery, lottery mentalities. They get all emotionally wrapped up and they just want to have, they want to, they want to fight about everything. They want to argue about everything. It's just really fascinating, uh, as we move forward with this. But I got, let me share the domain with you one more time because it's so cool www.doyourduediligence.pro. So it's D-O-Y-O-U-R-D-U-E-D-I-L-I-G-E-N-C-E dot P-R-O. Anyway, guys, I hope this, this session has been jarring for some people. I hope it really has. You know, I, I really sincerely do. I hope people, you know, especially people that, you know, I hope people have the guts to say, you know, who have I ever recruited in the last 20 years? Personally recruited and helped them get to a six-figure income, a sustainable six-figure income. Who's that happened for? To me, that should be the focus of every serious career-minded network marketer on the planet. Thanks for listening, guys. Please don't forget to forward this session along to an upline or sideline or a leader that you've known that you feel may benefit from the content. This is Dale Calvert. Uh, I will be on vacation next week. I'm going to be watching my granddaughter play basketball in Florida at a huge AAU tournament down there. But I plan on being back with you with another session of the new era of wealth building podcast 
and it will drop next Tuesday. We appreciate you guys. Have an awesome week. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you then. Did you enjoy this story? Then you will probably enjoy some of the other sessions of this podcast. You can visit MLMSuccess.com and see a full playlist of the podcast since the day we started. Would you like to put some faces with the voices? Then search for Dale Calvert MLM Success Podcast on YouTube and follow us there. Please leave a comment on YouTube and let our special guests know how their story inspired you or affected you. Dale spends most of his social media time in private groups he has founded, but you can follow his public Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Dale Calvert page. And of course, your comments and feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you access this podcast is always appreciated. Thanks for listening, and we will be back next week and share with you another real success story that is happening right now in this new era of wealth creation that most still don't know exist. Yet.